Good morning, everyone. Joining us today is Constantine Lau, the Global Marketing Director for Schneider Electric. He spent 20 years in marketing and management roles for the process industries, primarily in the downstream oil and gas. For the benefit of our audience, Schneider Electric is a worldwide manufacturing and service enterprise serving customers in many manufacturing sectors. The company is a leader in digital transformation, integrating process and energy technologies to realize efficiency and sustainability opportunities for their customers. The CMO's Guide to Everything podcast is sponsored by Advertos, a digital marketing agency. Advertos helps B2B technology companies to target potential customers with laser accuracy and micro-targeted messaging. The firm leverages a mix of creativity, strategy, and digital technology to produce measurable results. To learn more, visit advertos.com. Welcome, Con. A good place. Hey, good morning. <laughs> Thanks. A good place to start might be the general size and shape of your international market at Schneider Electric. Could you maybe share a little bit about Schneider and and that market? Yeah, Schneider Electric is uh, is a French based company. Uh, it's been around for a long, long time. Um, it's uh, it's it, he's a huge company with twenty seven billion dollar revenue and uh, one hundred sixty thousand employees. Our market consists of of multiple segments. The revenue is quite uh, evenly distributed across worldwide. You know, 25% North America, 25% European, 25% Middle East, and 25% Asia Pacific. So it's quite evenly distributed. We specialize in the industrial automation and um, energy management. To pick an example for the oil and gas uh, downstream industry, for example, like in the refinery and petrochemical chemical plant, anything related to the the automation and also the power system and energy management system. Uh, I'd like to draw a parallel as like a human being, anything related to the brain, to the neural systems, uh, controls and power, we, we do it and we provide a solution for that. Great. I know this is a time of pretty drastic change uh, for the process industries as um, manufacturers are looking to maintain supply and demand balances with sustainability initiatives and regulatory compliance. Um, price of oil is down, focus on sustainability is up. What are the biggest challenges for you in terms of changing the marketing strategy? Yeah, let me first define a marketing uh, program that's consists of consisting of uh, different multiple campaigns. So as a marketeer, you you have different tools or different campaigns you can focus on, be focused on. So with the the current, uh, the, obviously the most the current most impactful thing is the pandemic, right? right. And also for the oil and gas industry is the uh, sustainability initiatives. Um, that has uh, taken the, the whole industry by storm. Um, but the pandemic, obviously, the first thing is the, the impact is the, the revenue and also the uh, remoteness, the remote operations. So that kind of changes the way we have to approach our clients because no longer you can uh, meet up with your clients frequently as you like. So you have to uh, connect with them through digital means, right? Social media, either organic or paid. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so what do you see is key in that pivot to making making that transition successfully? Well, first and foremost, uh, so two things. One is content is the most important thing. When you try to communicate with your clients, you have to have substantial, um, meaningful content to deliver to your clients. And the, the clients we're dealing with typically are, are technically pretty savvy because we, we, we talk about industrial automation and energy management systems. So you, you have to have meaningful content. And, and then the secondly, the more, more important thing is the, how you deliver that content to your client, right? 
the different means of delivering to your clients, either through uh, a blog, a white paper, a webinar, or even through your social media, and also about con- account-based marketing, which I touch upon a little bit later on too. Okay. All right. We'll look forward to that. So you put a lot of effort into creating the pull effect in marketing as opposed to the push. What do you think the biggest contributors are to creating that pull? Yeah, let me define uh, pull and push. Sure. In, in marketing terms, push means a lot of related to selling, right? Because um, your your company CEO wants to see the effect of your marketing. A lot of times it's associated with the, the selling, but how much that marketing uh, campaign has contributed to the selling of your product. Right, so there's a lot of push. The push is usually the sales part, uh, how we push the message to our client, and or you create a, a discount strategy to your client, or or how you push uh, the message to your client. The pull effect is how you generate, lay the content, the information out in the marketplace, and to draw your client to your sales guy, right? If you in direct selling, or in direct selling, the channel wise, your your content laid out in the in the uh, public. How they draw you to your to your channel partners. That's what I mean by push or pull. And with the pandemic, uh, it's hard to push a message around because you don't you don't see your clients as often as you like. So you need to put meaningful content out there and draw your clients to it. So when your client meet up with your sales or your channel partners, they already know your message. They already formulate a a brand image of your company, and that will improve your chances of closing the sales. That makes a lot of sense. So, you know, you touched a little bit on how the pandemic has changed efforts in 2020. As we come out of it in 2021, how do you think that it will go back? Do you think these things are here to stay or do you think that we'll revert back to many of the uh, sort of brass tacks things that we did before? Yeah, I mean, obviously the elephant in the room is that when, when things go bad, Usually the company will cut the marketing dollars, right? So you have to find meaningful way of delivering your message. So com- coming out of this pandemic, I think eventually everything will go back to normal. But um, with with the limited resources, either the either people or money you have in your marketing dollars, you have to be a little bit smarter how you spend the money. And there's are there are different ways of spending the money. So I was talking about account based marketing. Shutter Electric is pretty big on account based marketing because we have twenty uh, percent of revenue is driven. For example, an oil and gas segment, 20% of revenue driven by the, um, no, 80% revenue driven by the 20% of our uh, accounts. Uh, those are the big accounts. Mm-hmm. So when we say account-based marketing, we have a, a <clears throat> we target a specific number of customers within a strategic accounts, like a big oil, com- oil and gas company, and then we'll disseminate message to those guys. For example, like a customized newsletter that we distribute to our clients every quarterly. Mm-hmm. Uh, with very specific content catered to that particular account. So the account manager had to do some work and figure out what the client's needs and challenges are. And then we'll, we'll customize the content and deliver it to those clients. And it has been proven to be pretty effective. For example, an account that we, we targeted, uh, initially we have about 150, 200 names on the, on the list. Eventually, two years later, we have about 600 to 800 names on the list now. So we have specific target account names that we target to disseminate a message, either white paper, blogs, or newsletters. And it doesn't cost money. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, my comment to that was going to be that sort of implies a very hand-in-hand working relationship between marketing and sales. And typically, you don't see that just a whole lot. Yes. 
what do you think has been the secret to getting there? Did you just put them all in a room and say, figure it out? No, I mean, obviously, you know, when, when you push come to shove, when the company tells you, hey, we don't have uh, um, the same amount of marketing dollars you have last year to, to, to use, then you have to be creative of what you try to uh, uh, create your marketing campaign. For example, um, conferences are typically a very you know, effective marketing tool because you can draw your customer to a, a gathering and you can exchange ideas and, 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 and uh, create excitement about your brand. But mm-hmm. with the pandemic, you don't have that luxury anymore. You cannot have uh, conferences. So you create online conferences to replace that. Shonda Electric is pretty creative, creative in that way. We have called the um, virtual conferences. We all, almost, you go into the conference, you go into the screen and you walk into a conference and you can walk around the lobby and, <clears throat> and look at the, the topics you're interested in. And you click on that particular kiosk and then you bring it to your specific topic. And a person with a video will talk to you. It's almost like a virtual AI-driven kind of uh, conferences. It's pretty creative. So that is to replace the actual in-person conferences with a virtual conference. Yeah, I bet that level of creativity kind of uh, staves off the virtual event fatigue when you've got something really engaging like that. Yeah. Um, Initially, when the pandemic started, we tried a lot of the the webinars. Mm -hmm. And six months later, we figured out everybody kind of got the... uh, Webinar fatigue. So, <laughs> right. I need to try different uh, revenue uh, avenue. The content, obviously, we'll come back to the content again. is very important mm-hmm. because um, we we start submitting a lot of paper to conference uh, conferences, and then if you have good content, your paper will get selected, and that's a free you know a free social media for you. And and usually the audience for those are pretty quite technical too, so that pays off for us. Well, very good. Well, um, are there any other sort of main points or tips you'd like to leave our listeners with? Like I said, you, you just have to be creative. Marketing program consists of different campaigns, different things you can try, like account-based marketing. And sometimes you can do voice of customers, the discovery process with your clients. It's a way of selling, but not being self-serving, but also try to find out what your customer pain points are. In the oil and gas segment, the, the hot topics are today are the, the, obviously the pandemic, sustainability, digitalization, and cybersecurity. Those are interesting topics. And you can use that as a pivot to, to draw your content, create your content to draw your customers in. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Khan, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. And everybody out there, you're welcome to find us on social media at CMOGTE. Khan, hope to see you again. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and drop us a review on iTunes. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear from you. Tag me on Twitter at CMOGTE podcast and let me know what you think about the show and if there's any topic you'd like to hear about in the future. And until next time, this is Laura Cuddle, your host from the CMO's Guide to Everything.